Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Shine Hills at shinehills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. So just one thought, Kenny. I mean, did you have too much coffee this morning or something? <laughs> Seriously, I don't dude. think that you can have too much coffee. It's, that's, that's not. Welcome, everybody. So glad you could join us this morning. And we are going to answer another question from the woman behind the glass. But before we do that. Yeah. Um, seriously, you, yeah. you, you come bouncing in here. What's the, what I, the heck? Well, I, I mean, I spent a little time at village Inn this morning with perhaps a, I don't know, a half a, half a pot of coffee. That's the deal. Yeah. It was just a half a village pot. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a whole pot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Galen, I have had this weird Roger Miller song stuck in my head. Roger Miller. Yeah, Roger Miller. You, you might remember him. I think, I think we can, let me just play a clip. Okay. We'll just play that. See if I Julie's know it. got it. This is like that old game show. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Roger Miller, of course. Roger Miller. Galen, think of the wisdom that is in this song. You, you can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. Is this Village Inn wisdom right here? Is this what this is? <laughs> I don't know, but it's just, it's, it's, it's caused, like, I feel like there's just been this new revelation in my life that, well, if people would just follow simple logic. Perfect. There's more. Know? Wait, don't, there's more of that song. Did you get the, there's a tiger or something in this yeah, thing. Remember yeah. this? Oh, yeah. I you mean. Can't, you can't you, walk around with a tiger. It, yeah. I'm, well, I think the next verse is. Uh, you can't go swimming in a baseball pool. You, well, I mean, it's a little different language than we use today, but yeah. he's got a good point. Yeah, no, it's kidding. You, if you could just you obey this stuff. <laughs> That's right. How about this? Uh, you can't take a shower in a parakeet cage. Nice. You can't do that. that. You can't do it. Galen? Nope. That's, no. Is it the tiger you're wanting? I'll fast yes, forward to yes. the tiger. There's something okay. about a tiger. Yeah, yeah, no, this is really important. Yeah. I'm, I, I, this affects where we are today. Yeah. This, I, I mean, the the... Netflix just recently came out with this. Uh, I don't know if it's a documentary or what it is. It's weird. It's it's uh, I, yeah. It's a documentary, all right. I don't think I'm encouraged. I I am discouraging people from watching it, but it's called Tiger King, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Tiger King. Tiger King. Yeah. If he would have listened to Roger Miller, boom, he wouldn't be in this predicament he he's be, in right now. It's, that's true. Yeah. Do you, do you have this, Julie? Do you have it? I think it's something about it. you can't you can't walk around with a tiger. You, the tiger, you, yeah, it just came up. Drive. Hold up, hold up. We're so oh, close. Can't oh, go fishing in a watermelon, watermelon patch. patch. Okay, let's go back. Simple wisdom. People. I think it, it, he just, just has so much wisdom rolled into one. It's <laughs> no, like, it's right. I, I can't even keep up. Okay, it's really right. you're, so, you're so close. You're Billy so Jen, so ladies close. and gentlemen, yeah, and it will. It just changes everything. Yeah, you can come up. When you wake up and go there, you're going to get some wisdom that. Here it is. There you go. Yeah. You can't drive around Clearly, with the tiger in your car. Clearly, the tiger guy, the tiger king, never listened to Roger <laughs> Miller. <laughs> if Joe Exotic would have listened to Tiger Miller. Or, tiger, <laughs> tiger Miller. <laughs> it's, okay, it was a whole pot of coffee, David. Man, it, I it guess. Was. Okay, so. So we're going to find Kenny in the corner in about an hour. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> okay, so right. the, the lady behind the glass actually has a serious question yes. for yes, us. Yes, I'm going to bring this around and, and redeem this morning. Okay. okay. So the question is, um, who are the 144,000 and what do they do? Let's talk more about Roger Miller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is that an easier topic? Yeah, it is. You can be happy if you have a mind to. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
The 144,000. So here's my, here's my best shot. We see it at two different places in Scripture. It's in Revelation chapter 7, which is one of the chapters we did not cover. No. And, we preached um, right around that We preached, thing. we swerved right around it. But it is important. I mean, it, sure. it's actually very, very important. It talks about these angels holding back the, the wind in first part of 7. Then I saw another angel ascending and, uh, from the rising sun with the seal of the living God, and he called out with a loud voice, the four angels who had been given power to, to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until we have sealed... Remember, we talked about a seal yesterday, the mark of the beast. Yeah. So here's, here's God's seal. This is a yeah. different seal. So the mark of the beast was uh, a, a mark that the beast gives on your hand and head. And forehead. 666. Right. Six, six. Yep. yep. Something okay. like, yeah, it's going to have him, something like that. And have sealed the servants of God. Okay, and do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until we have sealed the servants of, of our God on their foreheads. So this is an interesting, this is what God does. And it's like the, just like you said the other day, the Antichrist uh, or, or Satan tries to copy everything that yeah. God does. It's, a, it's yeah. a perfect example of it. And I heard the number that were sealed is 144,000 sealed from every tribe of the sons of Israel. So if we take this literally, these are Jewish, these are Jews, right? Right. Now, yeah. obviously, somehow they come to be Messianic Jews because they go out throughout the whole land and are preaching the gospel because... Yeah. Uh, in verse in verse nine, and it says twelve thousand from every tribe, and it shows every, it lists every tribe. So it's like it's twelve thousand from the tribe of Judah, twelve thousand from the tribe of Reuben, twelve thousand from the tribe of Gad, Asher, Nepali, all of them. And so it, it doesn't seem um, metaphorical to me. It seems pretty right. literal. Yeah, you yeah. know. And so it seems like he's trying to get this literal picture here. And then after this, I looked and behold, a great multitude, uh, one. Uh, could not number, and from every nation, from every tribe of the peoples and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and the Lamb. And all the angels standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell down and they before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor to the power and might to be our God forever and ever. Amen. So it's, it's a, the picture is is that you in the first seven verses, you have Messianic Jews going out, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next picture we have is Jews and Gentiles, all nations, right. before the throne of God. So obviously they're effective. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you, we were talking before just a little right. bit about there's, there's some cool ideas of how maybe this could happen. Yeah. You want to talk yeah. to speak to that? Well, I, I mean, there, first of all, we have some missing tribes. So right. when, when they're saying, uh, you know, from every tribe, well, what about these tribes that are missing? Where, and I, I think that there's a good case that, there, that some tribes went to uh, Ethiopia, for example. For sure. We still see that practiced yep. even today. And, right. and you had mentioned India. Great point. There's, there's discussion even about uh, South America that, that yep. there's a possibility well, that's that right. tribes went that's there. That's right. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. I've heard that too. Yeah. Uh, John Walbert, he, he brings up in his book on Revelation – uh, at the end, uh, the last paragraph on page 139 and on page 140, uh, he says it this way, the genealogical records of the nations were lost in the destruction of the second temple by the Romans in AD 70. But today there are a number of groups from India, there it is, yep. to South Africa, to South America, claiming to be remnants of the lost tribes of Israel. 
And with modern DNA identification techniques, those claims may yet be established. And I, I just thought that was really interesting. I mean, we were talking about this earlier, um, that when I've, when I've considered Revelation, generally I'm thinking of Israel, Egypt a little bit, yep. uh, up into, you maybe know, Jordan. Yeah, maybe Jordan. Yep. Uh, perhaps China and Russia. I okay. mean, those are those yeah. are kind of the areas that I that I generally think of. Yeah. And if if what John Walberg is is identifying is true, and I think he makes a good case for it, then that decentralizes. And really, now worldwide, there is this there's this movement from the 144,000 to reach Gentiles. Right. And so the the message of the Messiah that started in uh, Israel with God's people. Right. Is is now kind of this is the bookend, and it's kind of closing up with God's people uh, who are sealed by God, who come to to faith in Jesus as their Messiah, and are now reaching the world for Christ during this tribulation time. Is that how you understand? That's it? exactly. And as as I'm looking behind, over your shoulder is the, yeah. the is the whiteboard that we've actually been scribbling on, and the narrative of the the trumpets, the seals, trumpets, and bowls is in chapter six, eight, nine, and sixteen. And so seven would slip right down between, you know, obviously six and eight. But if you see those um, chapters that we did not cover as also happening kind of in real time, it's almost like, like God says, okay, here's the scrolls uh, and here's what's happening on, on earth. And here's what God is doing in the hearts of people. Yeah. And chapter seven is one of those. Mm. And it's kind of a unique uh, interplay of the two, kind of like yeah. a book, you know, you go back and forth or something from yeah. chapter to chapter and it takes you to a little different scene. Well, that's kind of what happening is happening here. And so he's showing the spiritual part, the spiritual reality. It's an outgrowth of, I think that some of the seals that have been released, yeah. right? Yeah. So that maybe the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse might, here's my guess. After that last one's a plague, then these 144,000 are identified and, you know, sealed, and yeah. they, they have the Spirit of God in them, and they're going out as evangelists, and people are open to it. Yeah. And then the, those people before the throne, there is a multitude. It says no one could number this, mm. this number of people that are standing before the throne, and it's not the church he's talking about. Right. He's talking about those that have come out of the tribulation. So it's very possible yeah. the fruit of this 144,000 is very fruitful. Yeah. Right on. Which answers that there's another question that's not necessarily being asked, but can people come to faith in Christ after the church and the restrainer, after the Spirit of God and the tr- right. uh, is removed? And the I think the answer is absolutely. Yeah. For sure, it's going to happen, and there's yep. many, many that will. Yeah. Well, and and I think also that that this is a, a pointer that the rapture has occurred. Right. Good you point. know, so... Yeah. The, the, there are 144,000 that are sealed. Well, what about the church that's been sealed already? That's right. They're gone. You, you know, they're, they're not mentioned. It's not talked that's about. And, and there's a unique group of people that have to be sealed because the church is gone. Right. So I, I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting thing. And you know, I, uh, yeah. What you read out of Walver, just, it, it touches my heart, and especially for India. I've been to India mm-hmm. what, three, four times now. Subhash is a ministry we uh, support. Uh, crossroads, and we're planting churches throughout, really throughout India. Yeah, God's um, done a neat thing there for sure, and it really is. But and then they're so sweet. There's a, the people are so sweet, and they have a heart for God. And these guys that are guys and gals that are going out mm-hmm. starting these churches, I'm telling you, they're just they're just solid gold. They are they're intellectual. They know the word. They um, they've been dentists, and they've been you know they've been doctors. They've been you know professionals, and now 
got seminary education and have taken their wives and their kids and they're planting a church now in these different places. It's amazing. Yeah, they're living a sacrificial life, oh it sounds gosh. like. I, I mean, you've you've told some stories, Galen, about some of some of these families yep. that that have left some I mean even some real high paying IT yep. jobs to yep. to go into ministry and it's not a that's not a lucrative industry right yeah for sure you know our, our little pittance is you know it goes a long way in India but it's still it's yeah. uh, survival hand to mouth for sure but anyway I, I have a real heart for because I've been in a lot of these mm. places where they're where they're planting churches and uh, and to think you know the 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 lostness and the blindness of of, of Christ in India is it's, you can feel it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And to think that there's a, maybe a tribe or two, who knows right. of, of this, of the use uh, Jews that maybe a lost tribe that's there. Yeah. That's a cool thought that they are just supercharged there. Yeah. So they're Indians, they're, they're nationals, right. But they're also Jewish by religion. Now they're messianic because they've been, had this mark and placed on them and they're, yeah. they love Jesus now. And so they are, they're they're Christ following Jewish Indians that right. are going reaching their people. It's just the coolest thing. Yeah. I just think it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I I I think that it also speaks to John three sixteen for God so loved the world, yeah. and we you know we look at segments of history and and ask questions like why, and perhaps this is one of those times where we look and go, so. Why? Why the diaspora? Why? Why were the Jews driven no, out of the land, so and why good. did all of this happen? And and maybe maybe a part of that is so that God can call people to Himself and and take a group of people that in the end times are going to be sealed, are going to respond in faith right. in a way that no one else is going going to have that sort of anointing yeah. and and reach their communities and nation for Christ. That's that's pretty cool. Okay, so I just had a devil's advocate thought. Okay. Okay, so then why are we, if this is all true and all these people are going to come to faith in Christ, why are we spending the time, the effort, and the money to do evangelism now? Okay, go, Julie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has a microphone now, so we can we can do that to her. I do, but see, I've been muting it so that I don't like just you know interject. So, so there you go. Random things. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't we? Yeah. Right. Well, I, you know, this is so. What we're talking about in uh, chapter seven of Revelation is tribulation. There's a lot that happens between now and then, and right. and investing in those communities, and we and very frankly, we don't know that it's not the message of the church and then the subsequent absence of the church that that is a part of the ceiling even you know the the um the 144,000 becoming sealed so we don't know that that this message that God has given us uniquely to give to others um this may very well be a part the of seed. Uh, yeah, the seed that they. Oh, that that's they a get. good thought you just had right there. That's I like putting half, you on the spot. Half a pot of coffee. Half Galen. a pot of coffee right there. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. This is just uh, <laughs> just logic. logic. It's just logical. <laughs> well, the other thing that's logical is, in my opinion, and we both have have had sermons that preach this, is that yeah. you come to faith in Christ in the tribulation time. That's martyrdom, mm-hmm. right? Your head, you are. It is. It says in, I think it's in chapter fourteen, verse four. That they are, I'm going to read it just, yeah. just to make sure you, I'm not making this up. It is these who have not, okay, I'm going to back up because it says 144,000. They were singing a new song. Probably Can't not, roller skate in a buffalo. It could be the song. No. <laughs> it could be. It's sort of the tune. 
<laughs> and do you want me to add the background while you read it? <laughs> why don't, why don't you fun? just okay. see if it works? Yeah, you can just do that. Uh, that's really good. And this is uh, this is really high tech people here we have in around us, and and they were singing a new song before the throne, <laughs> before the for living creatures and before the elders. No one could learn that the song except the hundred forty four thousand. So there you go. Only the 144,000 <laughs> knew the song, who had been redeemed from the earth. Okay, so this is really distracting me. <laughs> it is these who have not uh, defiled themselves with women, for they, have, they are virgins. And so the 144,000 never been married, never, never defiled themselves. Um, it is these who follow the Lamb wherever, they, wherever he goes. These have been redeemed from mankind from the first fruits of God, and the Lamb in their mouths was no lie found in them. I didn't see the part. Where's the part where they... I, I must have, maybe it's 12-4. Something for it. Um, but anyway, it says that during the tribulation, they, you know, they're beheaded for their faith. And so it very, very clearly, it's like it's not, there's no, no uh, punches pulled here. So the idea is the reason we're so evangelistic, in my opinion, is mm-hmm. now is the day of salvation. You know, we both yeah. have said that. This is, yeah. this is the time. The grace that we have right now, you know, you can come to faith in Christ. Now, it may cost your lives somewhere in the world. There's a few places, right. obviously. India kind of in, in the rural India is one of them. But uh, for the most part, you know, you may get ridiculed, but you're not. But in the tribulation, it looks to me like everyone, because you don't take the mark. That's right. what you I mean. You are going to be tested. And you're it's right. like, this is when it's like, okay, well, you get to go to the guillotine, apparently. Yeah. And uh, so way easier to come to faith in Christ now. And that's why. We're pushing hard, you know, Absolutely. Like for everyone who can hear and listen. But, but it does appear that Jews and Gentiles are going to have many. You're going to multitudes. You can't even count them. They're yeah. going to be standing before the throne that came out of the Great Tribulation. So, yeah, that's a. I don't know. I don't know if that answers that person's question. Could you go back to that question? Is that does that answer the the who and the why of the hundred forty four thousand? Yeah, who are the hundred forty four thousand, and what? Do they do? And what do they so, do? So there you go. Did yeah. Good job. Yeah. So so Galen, where where do we take this today? I mean, this is this is good information uh, about the hundred and forty four thousand. But what's our responsibility today? What do we? So where, what? Where do we go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I'll just say this. The first thing that hit my mind is I'm really glad that we've taken the time to go through the the tribulation, and yeah. I know some. Some are not crazy about that. I've right. heard from that contingent as well. Sure. Um, and uh, But I just feel like, you know what? This is in God's word. Um, it says don't take away and don't add to. Well, if we don't read it at all or preach it at all, that's right. I didn't feel comfortable with that, and I know you didn't either. We no. talked about it. Right. And so I feel really good that we've gone through and did the very best we could, could do to handle these passages and try to understand them. And uh, if... If nothing else, it should quicken us to say, mm. you know, this is today is the day of salvation. I think that's a great takeaway. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, and they, there is justice coming. I think there's a lot of people that you know on both sides of the aisle. It's like, where is justice? I think it's such a big question. And there, yeah. the just judge is coming. You know, and I think it behooves us to make sure that we are. You know, our hands, our hearts and hands and heads are clean before Almighty God. Yeah. So Amen. I don't know. That's my two cents. Oh, I like that. That's that's really good. I like the emphasis that, uh, you know, when we look at Scripture um, and and we juxtapose it to our culture, and it's like, okay, wh- so 
So what does our culture value and what does scripture value? And yeah. they, they don't really align right now, in my opinion. I mean, there are some elements that it's like you identified with justice and stuff like that. But, but the bottom line is, I, I feel like in our culture, it's we decide what is important. We have the cultural values it, and it looks like this. Right. And God's saying, oh, your soul is what matters. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I, he's sealing these people so that they can perpetuate this message that is life-giving and eternal and never dies and never fades away and doesn't look this way during this particular culture or that way during this time period. It is salvation, and it, and it is uh, soul-deep and eternal. And I, I, I just love that, and I appreciate what you're saying, that yeah. today is the day of salvation, and yeah. we, we need to make sure that we're proclaiming that gospel. Yeah, raise, raise Jesus up big and worship him, and, Amen. That, that's, and him alone. That, that's really the message we see here. Well, I don't know. Can we exit on, on Kent Roller Skate? Because, I mean, it's so... There's so oh, much truth there and logic. That's exactly I mean, right. You think about this stuff, it's just logical, it just lays in right there. And we just want people to just know that yeah. this is old wisdom right here, man. Can't go swimming in a baseball pool. Yeah, I mean, there are probably people listening right now who are they're writing this stuff down yeah. from Roger Miller. If you if you can follow Roger Miller and of, and of course Jesus, I think you've got you've got your life pretty much in order here. You're going to have logic all day long. You're right, and I like each each section ends with this. Uh, you can be happy if you have a mind to. Oh, there's a, that's a whole can, that's a whole next series podcast. right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, God thank you so much, guys, for joining us and our silliness and. Uh, and next time, I am going to have a pot of, uh, of Village Inn coffee yes. <laughs> so I can stay up with Kenny. <laughs> oh, man, this was a fun day, fun morning. So hope you have a great day, guys. And I hope you do smile and enjoy <laughs> your day. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. Be strong and very courageous. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye.